Welcome to the Finding Strong Podcast with your host, Pat Gates and Mark Bottenhorn. We're coming to you from the heart of the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan. We are on a mission to push the limits and find strength through endurance, mindset, and fitness. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Pat Gates, sitting here with Mark Bottenhorn. What's up? I uh, just want to you know, say sorry uh, for this little like three-week hiatus we, we, we were on. Uh, we didn't really get any episodes out. Uh, I was sick a little bit. You know, Mark had some stuff going on, and just, you know, life happens. Yes, and so to give you a quick recap before we jump into today's episode, it, it is Memorial Day. We completed the Murph. Um, we played basketball, and we had a second training session. I crushed Pat in basketball, so spoiler alert. Spoiler we only played one game. We get, I usually got to play best out of three when you're just like playing a one on one, you know. So, yeah. so next time, so next time we're gonna play three games. I feel like if you would have won, you would have said that was the, that was it, and you won. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, maybe next time we'll see. I don't know what was the final score. Fourteen uh, twelve, because you had to win by two. Who won? <laughs> you did. <laughs> okay, I was the winner. Yeah. So, uh... so yeah. In today's episode, we're kind of got. We're just gonna. Get into like re reevaluating our why. Like, what is our process? Like, tr- to try to find our why again. Yeah, I think over the last two months, I've lost track of my why. Like, why am I doing this? What's my purpose for doing this? And it took a little step back over the last two weeks or so to kind of rediscover why I was doing this. And it all became a lot more clear once I kind of rediscovered my purpose and realized that my purpose isn't just to go out and win. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to, to have those open conversations of and just realigning of your vision and getting back to your roots because oh, that's, sure. that, that's what you really need to do sometimes Just take a step back when you're feeling uh, maybe overwhelmed, maybe feeling a little burnt out and just, just rediscovering your why. Yeah, it's hard to go out there when you're, when you're doing things for the wrong reasons and consistently just beat yourself up every day uh, physically and mentally. So it helps to kind of have that. But anyway, let's get into the Murph. Yeah. So the Murph, um, you know, if you, for those of you who don't know what the Murph is, it's um, it's a one mile run, and then you do a hundred pull ups, then you do two hundred push ups, and three hundred squats, and then you finish with a, a mile run. Yeah, and typically this is done with a twenty pound weighted vest if you have access to one. Pat and I didn't. We didn't really opt to do it with a vest. I don't. We didn't really have a vest for for this. So. Yeah. So we just did it. You know. And uh, so I, I ran out six minute thirty five pace for the first mile. Yeah. Uh, I ran five twenty seven for the first mile. Then we uh, partitioned our our workouts um, with five pull ups, then ten push ups, and fifteen squats. Did that about twenty sets? Yeah, not about twenty. It was twenty sets of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was rough, uh, and then the. Then the, running the mile after that, I ran about six thirty six pace, so it was a pretty good split. My 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 damn chest was burning, having like just felt like I was like, running with a weighted vest on after that. So yeah, yeah, that was a, a unique feeling. I ran a five fifty two. Uh, the last the last uh, half mile of, of both of these miles were uphill too, to add to the challenge. So that was really cool. 
Yeah, it was good. Was yeah. the, I found the I found the push ups to be the most challenging part. Um, there were points at the end where I couldn't do ten unbroken. I'd do like five, and then three, and then two, and then it was it was, it was tough. But yeah, it was really good. I mean, it's something. Uh, it was more. It was like a workout I, I want to do more consistently. Getting into that like that super fast pace like that because I feel like it uh, it mimics OCR type stuff more. It does. Yeah, I think it's it. It relies on a few different energy systems. That's pretty unique to uh, to that type of training. Um, and then, yeah, that was a three minute. So last year I did 30, 31, 30 actually. So that's a f- and I did twenty seven thirty one. So that's basically right on a four minute PR on that for me. Though it was the first day back from breaking my foot last year, so my second mile was like six twenty. Yeah, wasn't. Wasn't bad. First mile was about five thirty, five thirty-five. Definitely stronger. Yeah, you're road humming, you're humming. You're screaming down the down the road. Yeah, it was it was good. People were pointing and stuff and staring at us. Yeah, it was fine because we we're like, yo, yo, four more sets. So you're screaming and people were looking at us like we were fucking nuts. But. Yeah, the guy, the guy was shocked. There's one guy, but I, I just feed off of that, and you got to keep yourself in it. So I wasn't paying attention to the stuff around us, but yeah, yeah but we had to look weird though. Oh, for sure, but yeah, it was. It's been. It was a great day. Got some, some good food. Got some really nice workouts in. I'm looking forward to uh, what the summer in Michigan has to offer us. Yeah, and it was a good day. It was a challenging workout, and I think for Pat, didn't know that the most challenging part would be coming down the road and it'd be a basketball game. <laughs> and uh, he thought he thought a few. He had a few chances to win it. One rimmed out, um, but mostly, even though he's he's taller than taller than I am, it, I just posted him up, backed him down. Fade, he couldn't stop it. The Kareem, the Kareem hook shot. Yeah, couldn't stop. wasn't it. A, wasn't as smooth as Kareem, but you know, you're mm-hmm. fi- you're like five four, so I've I've never seen Kareem <laughs> win at that park. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so he's got to come to my park if he wants to if he wants to play. But anyways, like again, uh, apologies for uh, you know for this like three week hiatus. Uh, we're gonna get more pods out consistently, yeah, and I'm excited to do so as long as Pat's immune system holds up because it was getting weak there for a minute. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This uh, these allergies are are not good. Yeah, it's a byproduct of the allergies. Uh, the Detroit smog, and he's just a little soft too. So it's well, three you days. know, sometimes sometimes it would be like that. Yeah, that's okay though, because now you're you're ready. You're primed for the comeback. That's right. We're gonna make the summer my bitch. I believe it. So yeah, we're just gonna uh, get straight into the, uh, the pod. Right now, let's do it. Everyone, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, what's going on? Going on. So we're going to do a quick recap of the last three weeks, why we've kind of been absent, what's been going on. All right, so um, when I went out to race the North Face 50 miler, um, everything went pretty well. We got to the race. Everything was fine. Um, and I remember there was a delay before the race. It was like the road was blocked or something like that by the police uh, because there was bad fog or something like that so they had to take an alternate route um and i remember thinking and i was like i wouldn't really care honestly if we if we had to miss start this race like i just didn't want to be there i don't know why i didn't want to be there um so when we got there the train was really mountainous really rocky really wet really foggy and i was running pretty much consistently in like 12th to 15th place really early in the race though at not, about nine miles i dropped out um my groin was hurting a little bit it's been hurting off and on since march 16th um, 
And I didn't really think much of it. I was like, ah, I just didn't feel like being out there today. Like, I didn't want to stress anything and make it worse. So I just dropped it and just had fun the rest of the weekend. Sort of. But in my head, it was killing me that I just didn't understand what was happening. Um, and then I kind of changed gears and focused a little bit more on a, on a 5K that was coming up. And I was basically leading the race and or right, yeah, we were just kind of neck and neck. And, and I, I dropped out of a 5K nothing was wrong like first mile was like 518 second mile i don't know 520 something i don't know and i just stopped i just completely stopped and i don't know why i stopped and i and i hiked back to the start through the trails i was on the road and i don't know i didn't know at the time like what was going on i just knew i didn't want to be there and i wasn't enjoying it so um i just think i got so caught up um because i've been competitive my whole life i got so caught up in the in the competitiveness i i forgot my why and I couldn't go on when you don't have the when you don't have the why. So over that three weeks, it's been it's been making me think a lot and kind of made me get back to my roots, as we talked about. And uh, now I feel so motivated and refreshed. But it, uh, initially, it was scary. I was like, man, I'm gonna have to quit running. Like I didn't know what was going on. I just wasn't enjoying it. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, definitely been there with like just certain things when you're so invested in in something, and you just put all your your whole soul into it and you just do everything every single day constantly. It's, I think it's pretty easy to get burnt out. Like when, especially when you forget your why you're just like no motivation to do it. Sometimes you just got to take a step back, see like what the, see like the why, like why you started to begin with and go from there. Yeah. So and that's really, like what pretty much what we did the last like, you know, three weeks. Yeah. So really that three weeks, it made me kind of dive into what, what's really shaping my behavior. And I think, the biggest influence obviously is my upbringing. Um, I've, ultra, I've always been ultra competitive and I put so much pressure on myself to be competitive because I take a lot of, I define my own self-worth, I think on my ability to win rather than the other things that I have to offer. And I think once that starts happening, if you go, you go down a destructive path and then you forget why you're doing it to begin with. The reason I do the things in my, that I do is, is to try to be better than I was yesterday not to try to be better than anybody else. And sometimes when you're running and like in the North face and running against one of the best runners in the world, you forget. And it's really easy to think that you're inadequate um, when you're not winning the race, but there are a lot of things that go into it. And I had to take a step back and realize that. And I feel a lot, you know, a lot fresher now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really hard um, when you do something so often and so much and you just want to win like so badly that we can't, can't let like that kind of block out what was the reason is we, we were doing this in the first place. Yeah. And it's really easy to do that because you pour all of your free time into something and you pour a lot of money into it and you pour a lot of thought into it. Right. And Cause it, cause it goes beyond a hobby. It's like, it's like a lifestyle that you yeah, want. It's not a hobby for me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and a lot of people run in it and it like relieves their stress and that's why they do it. But no, that's not, not for me. Like sometimes it causes, it causes stress, you know? Um, but anything you put so much into and you put everything into and, and you have a few bad results in it, it can be, um, really easy to get discouraged if you forget your why. But once I rediscover what my why was, I'm, I'm pushing now harder than ever and I'm feeling more confident. So, so what is what is your why? I don't know. I think if you, if you would have asked me this 10 years ago, it would be my why is to win everything and destroy everybody at all costs. And, um, part of that's immaturity and part of that's probably my conditioning growing up. I think like I've been, I've been competing 
at the highest level I could in any age group since I was probably six. You know, I used to uh, golf competitively, uh, baseball, basketball, football. Skateboarding. Skateboarding, yeah. I guess that was well, more even of a hobby, but we still... We still wanted to, we'd, you know, play skate and stuff like that. Yeah, we were was, trying to win. And... It was still very competitive, and I think being, like, competitive against your friends and stuff like that is healthy, but I remember having two-and-a-half-hour football practices in the summer and going straight from football practices to, like, the roller hockey thing that I played yeah. in and then going to baseball. It was it was tough at times, and... Um, I started to I'd make that my identity. Like, I, you know, I didn't think that I was good enough for whatever, you know, relationship with my parents, whatever it may have been. And I sort of take solace in, like, the fact that, like, if I beat you, then it's on it's on paper and it proves that I'm good enough, right? right. Um, it shows that I'm better than you. Yeah, you can't debate it because the numbers don't lie, and that's what I thought. And then as I got older and older, uh, that started to fade. And I started to think, like, well, I beat that guy, but he wasn't good or whatever it is, and I stopped drawing my self-worth from, from beating people, and then I was left at ground zero with no no perceived self-worth. And I it, take, it took time to realize that I have a lot more to offer than just competing and yeah. winning. Um, and, and that's important, and sometimes you can forget that. So, you know, my why is to, is to get better at every opportunity that I can, every chance I can, and just in multiple facets, not just in athletics. Just grow, just growth. Yeah. Because I, I mean, you can grow in doesn't matter in any in any aspects. You can grow within, you know, your fitness and physiques or physical attributions, or you can grow mentally. You can grow. You can mature. Be, you know, this competitive nature. It like it, it it's healthy to an extent, but if if it's like detrimental to you, like where like you're doing things that is can negatively impact yourself or others, then it's not good. No, and it, it's it's healthy until it's not. And yeah. I got to the point where it wasn't. So I think if you're, you know, dating back to um, even in, I mean, even in college, like, I would, I would, it would ruin my week if we lost a game. Yeah. I would sit and I would pour over it. Like, if, if, if we lost a game when the bus got back, I'd go back and I'd be out training. Until until I couldn't train anymore because it was dark, or until the they made us leave the gym or whatever for the night yeah. at school, and um, that's good, you know, in some aspects because it builds some positivity, but it's bad in some aspects too, and that's just the attitude I've carried over my whole life, you know. Like if if I even still to this day, like my dad would say, "How'd you do at the race?" and I'd say, "Oh, I did good," or I'd be excited about it, and he'd say, "But did you win?" You know, it's kind of yeah. like. Well, there's more to it than that. Yeah, there's more know, than just just winning. It's like I did something I'm really proud of, where I built this this like kind of movement that I'm really proud of, and it's not yeah. all about winning or losing. So it just it takes me back where it can get it can get caught up. But the bottom line is, I thought that I was weak when I was a when I was a teenager and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm doing and I, and I and I caught myself just doing anything I could to distance myself from that little weak kid that I yeah. perceived that I was and. I, even looking back on it now, I should have just been kinder to myself. Even then, like I was just a young kid, like trying to navigate through some tough shit. Oh yeah, I mean that's just kind of life, right? We're trying to just navigate the waters of of our own lives and seeing where we fit in the world. But I mean, going back to that, like just after losing a game and going like, I gotta go train. You know, that, I mean, that's in in ways that's like that's super awesome because you that you just want to get better and you want to grow. Uh, that's like wasn't uh, Victor Oladipo for. After they lost in like you know the the dude in advance to the finals or whatever it was, yeah. he texted his trainer like thirty minutes after the after they lost and said, "Hey, let's get to work." 
Yeah, you know? that's a you know that's a that's a fantastic story of of like desire, and it takes so much desire to get to the level that he's at. Obviously, he's yeah, professional. So in some so in some ways, like that's just like that desire that you just want to. I want to go out there. I want to do the best I can. There's I want to improve in any way. So in some aspect, that's 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 great that that stuff like happens. But like, what like what else could be negative about that? Yeah, and I think in that aspect it is great. But I think it's the self talk that comes along with it. Yeah. I remember I remember thinking in the, in this. In this 5K, while I felt very comfortable, I was like, I can't do this. I just can't do this. And I yeah. was like, clicked off a 518 on a hilly, hot, windy course for the first mile. And I was like, didn't hurt. I didn't feel uncomfortable. And I was like, I just can't do this. I can't do this. And it kept growing louder and louder, and I couldn't silence it. And I think that the negative self-talk that comes along with um, attributing your wealth or, or, or worth to, to winning is, is what goes wrong. Yeah, that's 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 kind of hard, especially when you're you know training. You know, sometimes twice like twice a day, running, yeah. you know, twenty to thirty miles a day. Yeah, I it's mean, just, just you burn out, and then you just like, and then you some races don't go your way, and then you just you're not being as kind to yourself as you need to be. You're just, you know like, what the hell's the point? What the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. I don't belong here, and then and it's easy to get burnt out. That's what I thought after I dropped out of the North Face race. I was like, I don't. I, the guy who won, Patrick Karen, is like one of the top ultra runners in the, in the world, legitimately. And I was like, I'm nowhere near his level. Like, it was clear there's a huge talent gap. Um, there's this, woe is me, I'm sad, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, I, I started to wonder, like, you know, even leading up to that race, I'm doing a 25-mile run on Saturday and a 22-mile run on Sunday. You know, and some of these are on the trails, so they take much longer. They're not running on a 640 pace on the trails, right? I'm running on yeah. an eight-minute eight pace or something or slower. And I'm just like, man, why the hell am I doing this? Like, yeah. I love running. I don't love this. Yeah, to you be know? out there five, six hours and fucking spending your days. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was like I didn't want to – I did it, but I didn't want to be doing what it took to succeed at that level. And maybe that – you know, that's not the race that captivates me. I don't really like mountainous long stuff. I did it to get out of my comfort zone, um, and that was kind of a failure. But it, the thing is, I, I didn't want to be doing it. So why am I? Life's too short and too fine to push yourself to do something you don't want to do. And I'm having a lot more fun yeah. running 55 or 60 miles a week. Yeah. I feel a lot stronger. My body composition's so much better. It's oh, just yeah. a better thing for me. Yeah, and, and sometimes we don't. Even, we, we shouldn't like look at them as, as like failures because failures like has like that negative connotation on it. Yeah. Uh, Bob Ross says happy accidents. Yeah. You can you can change you can change anything. Like yeah. um. It's a, I, would just, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think it's a failure, like more of like an opportunity. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that failure um, is a bad thing, and I don't take it as a negative no. connotation. Because if you're not, if you don't fail at something, you, you know, if you don't fail at something in your life, you haven't tried hard enough. And I think that failure is a either one, it can tell you maybe you're on the wrong path, or two, it can tell you you're doing things the wrong way, and, and you can change it. And that's the beauty of it, and it could put you into something you have no idea. Yeah, it's like my. Uh, my niece, uh, she plays on this like U uh, thirteen uh, rush like travel soccer team. Yeah, and they had uh, they they made it to the finals of the Canton Cup tournament, which is like pretty prestigious tournament. This tournament's been going on in Michigan for a long time, and uh, so they made it to the finals. Went to went to double overtime and then went to penalty kicks at the end, and they ended up losing four to three in penalty kicks. You know, she shows up. You know, at the, to our to my sister's house yesterday, freaking crying, all 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 that stuff. 
Yeah. And, and that was me. I fucking cried. Fucking crying. And she's like making excuses for, for, for stuff of why they lost, but like didn't look at like, like what even took, like put them there in the, put them there in the first place. Yeah. You know, I was like, I always like joke around with her. I was like, well, I was like, sometimes you learn more when you lose. Yeah. You do. You do learn more. It's easy to win. Yeah. It's easy to win. And I think, you know, I've had a pretty, I've had a pretty good career so far in ultra running and, it, you know, one race I broke my foot, so that wasn't so good. But the rest of them I've won, you know, and I've set course records held by like a 214 at marathoner. Yeah. You know? And so I didn't face any adversity, and that was my real, like, that was a real big streak of adversity, I think. And I think I'm I'm happy for it. The last two weeks or three weeks were kind of tough, and I'm happy for it because now I'm training two, sometimes three times a day. With Now, I'm not recommending anybody training three times a day. I'm just saying that's what, that's what I'm doing because it's, it's – fitting my needs right now yeah and it's and you're having fun and it's enjoyable i'm having fun it's enjoyable it's the most training volume i've ever done uh, but it's not necessarily the highest miles because i'm doing so many other things and i feel so much more well-rounded and i know that when the uh, spartan racing in the fall I, i'm gonna be ready and, and and that's and that comes back to the why the why is i want to get better every single fucking day and i want to get stronger every day and i want to be progressing in some way every day without any excuse. I don't want any step back, any regression. And that's my why. My why is not to go out and can I, can I win this race or can I not? That doesn't matter because that just depends on who shows up. It's yeah. am I better than I was yesterday? That's my why. And that's what's got me going. That's what's got me juiced up now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I want to, like, I want to like, be able to surprise myself at some of the things that I'm doing in, 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 in terms of growth and in and fitness and like just outside with with my relationships with my friends, am I am I doing things that you know help them? Am yeah. I if as long as I'm helping them, they're helping me. Like making my corner of the world a happier, better, stronger place. Yeah. And I think that like that's my why, which is pushing me. Like when we went and worked out, and we're like sitting there, people like people walking by, we're like screaming like Let's fucking go! Like four yeah. more sets or whatever. Yeah. Screaming at each other yeah. and you know pumping each other up. And that guy's looking like we're crazy. Like yeah. feed off of that. But at the same time, he's never really, like, I don't know, he's probably not, he might not have ever really experienced something like that. Right. Or like, but if I'm sitting there saying, like, like, oh, damn it, four more sets, I, got, I can't do this kind of yeah. thing, I probably wouldn't end up doing it. If not, like, pumping, like, yeah. pump myself up, or, like, you're saying stuff, like, let's go, might not happen. Yeah, so, that's, so that's my why, is, like, just pushing the people around me and, and making me a better person. Right. So, so in either of those circumstances, independent from, from how you place in the standings realistically. Right. Because that, that, I think that stuff will come. Yeah, and it does. It comes as a byproduct of falling in love with the process. And I think if it gets back to it, it's kind of, I felt, I felt out of love with the, with, with the process. You know? Yeah. And now we're back to the roots and having fun, enjoying it. And, yeah. And all that other stuff that will follow. Yeah. And if, you know, if I look back at now, because I'm looking back at a lot of clarity, when I was 7, 8, 9, 10, I displayed a lot, besides anxiety, I displayed a lot of, I guess you would say, um, symptoms of destructive behavior. Um, and, you know, like, it, it harbored this all-or-nothing attitude. And at times, I would just attribute my successes to that. Because I was like, man, I'm just so fucking extreme that I take everything to the, to the limit. Yeah. And like, that's okay, but you have to love yourself and winning's not going to make you love mm -hmm. yourself. And it didn't make me love myself, you know? And so it doesn't matter. That stuff doesn't matter. And it took me so long to realize that. I mean, I'm 29 years old. It took me 
Yeah. It took me the last 23 years to realize that. Right. Yeah. And with, with like the last, like, I mean, I've known you, what, 15 plus years now? Yeah. Like when you, yeah, when you do something, you, you are 1000% into it. Yeah. You know, there's never a half-assed thing. Like you, you're, that is like your life that you'll dedicate to. And like, that's what you yeah. attribute yourself to. And like, it can be really admirable, but I, I thought sometimes it was kind of destructive. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, it's like when I, when I get towards something, like I just get in tunnel vision because I'm on a mission. Yeah. And, um, while the mission is, um, the mission that I'm on is, is, is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can be destructive. Uh, you know, it can be like. I just cut everything out sometimes. Yeah. And I just stay focused and I go to sleep at 10 and I wake up at five and I don't, you know, and that's not healthy if you're looking at longevity. Right. And so you're totally right about that. It was, yeah. But on the positive, you, you have this innate nature to want to like bring people along with you. Yeah. Like, like your success is like everyone's success. Yeah. That's, that means a lot to me because like, I feel like, I, I feel like I want to try to do things to elevate the people around me and to elevate my group and, and yeah, and that's and that's what's happening now. Yeah, and that's and and, and that's a positive, I think. Um, there's there's not there's not one straight path to like to what we're doing. No. You know, sometimes we zig, sometimes we zag. Yeah, we should have zagged right, or we should have zagged left. Who the fuck knows? Like sometimes, as long as we get there and we find the find the way. Yeah. And we and we stick to with what what the why our process. Yeah. Shit I think, happens. I think that's what it comes down to. And when you have the why in your heart, and you know it. You you can't be broken from what you're doing. You, it's just it doesn't allow you. Like yeah. you're just so focused, and that's like for me, it's it's the why. It's to be better, and that's in my head. And I want to be better. I want to I want to like to eliminate the anxiety, which I've which I've kind of I want to silence those inner, which I'm getting better at, and I want to help others who've been in the situation. So when people naturally with the platform that I have on Instagram, you got people talking shit. And when they talk shit, I just pretty much tunnel vision, ignore them. But when I'm feeling vulnerable, like I have in the last three weeks, the things get to me a little bit more. And I yeah. think, man, why should I even do this? Right. Like, you know, people sit like, I get this bullshit message so often, like that I profit off of anxiety. It's the most nonsensical fucking thing ever. I don't make any money off of anxiety. I don't know what anybody's talking about. Like, it's yeah, it you're, probably, you're preaching about it. It costs me money probably, yeah. you know, and time to, to, uh, to help how, people. How yeah. do I make money off of it? Yeah. I'm not a therapist. I don't, I don't offer anybody any advice. I just tell people how I got through what I got through and try to share my story and it's fucking vulnerable. And when I'm on a mission, it's fine. But when I lose sight of that why, it, it, I can yeah. get rattled so easily. And that, that should have been a mission or that should have been a um, – it, it, that should have been a indicator that I was on the wrong path because I was getting rattled really easily. So I do love ultra running and I'm going to keep ultra running and I'm going to keep racing and competing. Not for the next probably two months. But – I'm going to make sure I'm doing it the right way and doing it the way I love it. Um, I don't think I do well personally on high mileage. That's one thing that I should have done better with. Um, I have several athletes who are really competitive runners and they're at like a hundred miles a week and things like that. My body doesn't respond to that. Um, yeah. Muscle fiber proportions and more fast twitch muscle fiber than slow twitch probably. So a lot of things go into that, but I'm not, I'm not going to lose sight of who I am while I'm just chasing down this thing. Like if I race and I win, cool if i race and i hit the podium cool but at the end of the day it doesn't find me and that's what i need to realize earlier and that's the same like a lot of people struggle with that i mean yes yeah, it's, it's super hard like like that's what you want is you just want to win like you know yeah. playing like college soccer we, that's what we, like our teams were defined by yeah like what's your freaking record 
we 500? Did you, how many games did you win? Yeah. Did you win? Yeah. Like we, it wasn't a fact that like, Oh, we've got this many freshmen. We're building a team. Like we, all this, all this, all those factors, that doesn't matter. It is all that at the end of the day. It's like, you guys win or you guys suck kind of thing. And if it hurt, I mean, it sucked because people are just like, you guys are terrible. You guys have a, don't have a winning record. Yeah. But like, well, you know, our processes were fucking day in and day out working our asses off to, you know, try to be better. And sometimes you just come up short in games. Yeah. And that's what, and, and that's what happens sometimes, just defined by that. And if you and if you become defined by that, then then you're going to think like, say, if you got ten teams in the league, just as an example, only one of them is going to win the league. Right. So you got nine groups of players who are disappointed as fuck because they didn't get the outcome that right. they wanted. But the outcome should be measured by improvement, uh, by how much closer you're getting to what your goal is. Yep. And that might sound like a loser. I would call that four years ago. I would have called that a loser mentality. And four years ago, I was a deeply damaged kid so a lot of a lot of steps for me a lot of growth oh definitely. that's good that's good and it makes it easier you know because leading up to the last race that i wasn't really even interested in running again it makes now that i'm saying a lot of it makes no sense why i even ran that race yeah what, what, how long do you have like eight eight tenths of a mile or something oh i'm talking about the 5k i'm talking about the 5k oh the north face yeah and and i was like i didn't really want to even that race wasn't super exciting to me it's not my style of race it's not what i it's not just what captivates me or what I enjoy. So, but leading up to it, I mean, I was getting like late in these high volume workouts and I'm just like, oh, this is so hard to grind through. And then now grinding through workouts, even with higher intensity when it hurts worse. And I'm just like, I'm just like, this is where I'm making my money. Like, this is where I'm getting better. This is where I'm getting faster. This is where I'm getting stronger. So like, if it's, if it's a, if it's a 20 minute tempo, the last three minutes I'm really hurting, that's the, that's the most beneficial part. So I'm soaking it up and I'm living in it. And I just had this breath of kind of fresh air that I didn't have before. And it's, it's just because it dates back to like, why the fuck are you doing this? And it's real easy at 17 minutes to say, I don't want to do any more of this because you're not invested. But when you're actually invested and you're 17 minutes into it, there's no chance you're giving up. There's no chance you're quitting. There's no chance at all. And that's like, that's the difference. And that's how you can harness the power because I have the athletic ability. I have a VO2 max of 75 crazy lactate thresholds, you know, really strong aerobic system. But if I'm not mentally there, I'm like a shell of myself and I'm nothing. And that was, it was depressing to be in that state. Yeah. Driving a car without an engine. Really? Yeah. That's what it was. It was just, it looked like I was on like leaving that 5k. That was me. Yeah. It was like a, it could have been a hologram of me because I didn't even feel like I was there. And like, I just, my heart wasn't in it. And my heart is in this mission of trying to get better and make the people around me better and to just defeat the stigma around anxiety and depression. And that's what I'm on the mission to do. I'm not on the mission to win the races. That comes as a byproduct. Of course I want to win. That's not, if that's what I'm, the only reason I'm doing it for, then it's not fun. Because you put five, you train 5,000 miles maybe for a five-mile race, right? So yeah. your heart's got to be in the training and why you're doing it. 100%. So, like, so, now, so now that you kind of found this breath of fresh air, like the next like few weeks, what is your, like your training going to be like? What's like your, your process? Um, well, I have a few goals uh, in the meantime while I'm not competing. You know, I'm kind of competing yeah. with myself. Um, I want to get closer to uh, 6.30 for the 2K row. Um, so I, wanna, I, wa- I would like to hit 2- 6.30 if I just want to put it out there in the 2K row. Um, I would like to – this is not super impressive by any means – but I'd like to uh, to pull 405 on deadlift. I've just never done it before. Um, I didn't really deadlift a lot before. 
And to do that at 152 pounds or something, that'd be, that'd be cool. So I want to do that while obviously still running a 440 mile or whatever it is. Um, and then just keep this, keep this volume and mileage and keep getting faster and really attack the VO2 max work um, within reason and try to and try to improve that so I can run some fast times in the 5K and then really just I want to do really well in the Spartan race. So my training is basically a run in the morning and then a strength session or some kind of like CrossFit-esque type yeah. one, um, you know, in the PM. And then sometimes, like on Wednesday, I always do a double run because I like it. So I do that on Wednesday. So it's just going to be structured that way, 55 to 60 miles a week, every week. I usually take one day off of running a month, sometimes two, and I'll continue that. And um, really, I'm going to invest the other time that I have, the spare time that I have now into the family, to spend more time on the bike, maybe hiking more, get the ukulele out of the closet and uh, play that more. Jam out. We've got some, got some camping trips planned. Doing, yes. Doing the last man standing run. That's going to be a lot of fun. So Pat and I, uh, June 22nd, we have a race on – the west coast of Michigan. Um, Fresh coast. Yeah, that's it. And it's um, it's a it's a 10k loop every 80 minutes, and you just keep going to the last person standing. And Pat and I are going to try to see how far we get in it. Uh, I really like to get 50 miles minimum, just to get that monkey off my back of dropping out of that race. I feel like I can write a lot of my wrongs in this race. So yeah, and plus, like, it's it's nice because you can do, you can do this on your own terms. Yeah, I'm not ra- I'm not racing anybody. Like, I'm just there to just to push my limits and see how fucking strong I can be and see how bad I can hurt. And I know that's probably similar for you. But, like, I'm just there to make myself hurt and see how bad I can hurt. And I'm not concerned with anybody else, maybe other than you. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're I'm there to, you know, camp, have fun, and then see how far I can push the limit. Like, I've only ran a marathon before, so. Yeah. I don't really have any expectations. I mean, i got some expectations, some goals I want to hit. Like, I want to do at least a 50K. Yeah. I, I think I'll, I'll think that that would be fine. I, I think you'll get that no problem. And, you know, like before, we'll probably, probably swim in the lake uh, prior to the race because it starts at 6 p.m. on Friday. So we'll probably swim in the lake, um, maybe get some beer, do whatever. And that's the thing before, like, I wouldn't do it, you know, like, I wouldn't do anything because I was so laser-focused on races. So we're traveling, all, like, running's taken me all over the country for races, and it's been tremendous. But then, like, half of the trip or more, it's like, I'm not even doing anything. Like, I'm just sitting there, like, focused on the race, and that's just not enjoyable. Right, especially when you go to these awesome locations. Like, yeah, like I'm here to explore and spend time with my friends that are there with me and my family. And like, I'm not going to fucking ruin everything anymore because my life's too short. Like, so I just want to. I want to have fun, and I bet you once that pressure comes off, I'm going to compete a lot better. I agree. Yeah, our time is finite. Yeah, and I think in the fall, I think I'm going to get my ass kicked in some of these Spartan races. Yeah, but that's but definitely that's a but process. That's... It feels good to to kind of like rebuild at something and to tear it all down and just and just rebuild it from the ground up. And it feels good to know that you, you kind of suck at something, and not suck per se because we don't suck at it. But it's, yeah, it's nice to see that you can, you're you're getting better. Yeah, at something. it's like like to work your way up from the bottom says something. Like like I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna get probably beat around pretty good by these by these elite Spartan guys in the in the fall. But you know, so be it. But spring, yeah, you know, so be it. I mean, we might get our ass kicked, but come back and you know fuck shit up. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it's kind of a new chapter for me. Um, definitely going to run some road races. Definitely going to run some ultra races, some trail races, some some kind of mountain uh, like vertical caves and things like that. But really want to put a lot of focus into the obstacle course racing. That's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely, and like there's the stadium races. There's a lot of good locations that we can go to, have some fun, yep. meet some new people. Yep. It's it's gonna like the it's so promising and it's it's a new chapter. But I'm not really closing the book on any of the old stuff 
And I think that's really exciting. I the a big thing I think right now, honestly, not to get off topic, but one thing that I that I would have said probably five years ago is I would have said don't don't let anything get you off track from your goals. Like if your wife is pissed off about something, ignore it. Like get a separate hotel room at the race. Uh, don't let anything be a distraction. And I would say to invite distractions into your life with open arms. And those distractions are often the most beautiful things. And and be really nice to yourself. Like I have a client. She's a single mother. She has two kids. Uh, her husband unfortunately passed away. And she struggles with with trying to balance it all sometimes. And she'll text me in a panic and say, I missed my workout today. And I'm like, and I mean it genuinely. It's not because I don't care because I care about every single one of them. It's, I tell them, don't be too hard on yourself. It's okay. I missed a workout a couple days ago. And to be at peace with being able to miss things and, and just keep rolling like it never happened, it's an art, yeah. but it, it's something that will make your life much better. Definitely. At the end of the day, even professional athletes, they say like, oh, we're doing this for a living. And it's a struggle to get by. But like, it's a struggle to get by because, because you chose to do it. And I, and I acknowledge that it's a struggle, but at the end of the day, you're doing it because it's fun. Because if not, you could go make, anybody could find a job making $22 an hour or somewhere. So, or $20 an hour, you know? So it's, you, you're doing it because you want to do it. So don't let that take away from, from the enjoyment. Like, yeah, you want to compete and do well, but at the end of the day, you chose this life because you love it. So make sure to have some fun along the way. Yeah, definitely. I mean... It's 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 easy to like get mad at yourself. Oh, or you feel bad because you missed a workout. It's not, I mean that's totally fine. It happens. You know, sometimes you wake up and you're not feeling not feeling as well or something, and you yeah. missed a workout. You can always make it up. Yeah, and that's the truth. And people, you know, they used to when people would come to me and say, "Oh yeah, I'm doing that, but I'm just doing it for fun." I used to think in my head, "What the fuck?" Like that's the weirdest <laughs> yeah, thing get I've the ever fuck heard. out of my face with your fun. Yeah, uh, like I. Like Brittany told me recently, she said, it's like you're allergic to having fun. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I need to chill out. And um, the truth is, it's like I, people still do bother me if they, if they don't try hard and the stuff they do. I think that's going to bother me for the rest of my life. Like I can't see people with super able bodies just being fucking lazy and saying they want to do something and not doing it. It, it drives me absolutely fucking nuts. That, I think that's, that's a little different though. Then like people are just like straight up just having fun and like yeah. putting all the that effort in there. It is different, yeah. But uh, yeah, this, yeah, the that that the laziness is. is I used something. to attribute those to the same thing, but it's completely different. And it, yeah, it took some maturity to realize that. But like I, I can't, I can't for the life of me understand these people on Facebook or whatever it is that, that complain, like, oh, I, I wanted to do this, but this can't. It's just like make it happen if you want to do it. I'm not, that's going to always bug the shit. Oh yeah, if you want something bad enough, you'll you'll make it happen. And the people that don't want anything at all, that don't have any goals, like that's mind blowing to me. Like yeah. how like I, I shouldn't be ranting about this right now, but like fucking blows my mind that you have no goals in your life. Like it's crazy. Just kind of coasting through life. It is yeah. like this is what it is. Yeah, and I think like uh, uh like like what's his name said. I love them. They're great, but they bug the fuck out of me, and that's exactly how I feel. Man. Like that's totally. I mean, yeah, it's totally fine. But I mean, that's just something that that's their life. Yeah, that's the choice. I mean, you got to kind of right, and that's a that's a try to. That's the people I try to keep out of my life. Yeah, if you don't have any goals, you don't have any ambitions. I don't. I don't want to no be dragged offense. down by that. Yeah. yeah, but I don't. If I'm just in case it's contagious or anything, like I'm so driven to do what I want. Like I try to surround myself with other people. Whether it's in real life or on Instagram, something like that, I, I try to surround myself by people who are 
who are hungry, no matter what their circumstances are. Yeah, whatever they want to accomplish. What their goal is. Yeah, as long as they want it, they're, they're they're out there getting after it. Yeah, I mean that stuff fires me up. So that's why everybody who reaches out on Instagram or anything like that that fires me up. I don't care if they run a twelve minute mile, if they run a four thirty, that fires me up. Yeah, if they're just trying to better themselves and they're on a mission. That's badass stuff, and that's what's most important. I think when we're getting back to it. It's not about it's not about win or lose. Yeah, because that doesn't define you. It's the process. It's the process. It's always the process. Yeah. And I guess in final closing, when I was talking to my coach, Matt, and I, and, I, and I told him, I said, I don't know why I feel like this. And he said, you have to really love the process that you're in. And you have to love what you're doing. And you're putting 100% into so many different things that something's going to give out. And right at this moment, it happens to be running. And in two months, it might happen to be something else. You know, And it was kind of a wake-up call. And I was like, well, I want to be running. you know, And I want to do well at work. And I want to be a good father and I want to do well in, in my, uh, family. So I, I didn't take it as anything insulting. I took it as a challenge. It's like, nothing's going to get it. I'm going to keep held to the metal on all those things because I think you can do them all. And that's what balance is. Absolutely. So that's the, that's the why the process That's what we're after. Yeah. A little bit of a rant. No, yeah. No plans at all. No notes written down. Nothing. Yeah. Just, that's, uh, that's the best part though. Just kind of going here from, just yeah. talk, talk that shit. Just raw how we're feeling after a workout, 80 degrees outside. Got that, yeah. Great workout. We're going to go get another workout here right now, so. Yeah, I, I, once again, sorry for like that short hiatus. Um, just kind of had a, it was, I mean, it was a nice break because we had a lot of realizations and uh, I, I feel a lot better now. I was sick for a minute. Yeah. So, the, I think the important thing is we're back on track now and no looking back. Everyone, thanks for listening. Have a good one. Everyone, thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Finding Strong Podcast. As always, you can find me on Instagram at PadXGates. And you can find me at Bottomhorn Running, at run underscore strong underscore coaching, and on my website, www.markbottomhorn.com. So going forward, we're going to try to drop new content every Friday. And if you like it, please subscribe share it, talk about it, anything, but above all else, please rate it on iTunes. We are live on iTunes now and your rating means the world to us until next time. Stay strong.